Good afternoon, UTSC graduating class of 2019. I'm thrilled to be here with you, celebrating this milestone alongside your friends and family. This opportunity to address you is a tremendous honor. I want to give a shout out to Michelle Fong, Reagan Tigno, and the numerous faculty, staff, students, and volunteers who made today possible. I want to recognize Professor Wisdom Teddy, Professor William Goff, and the rest of my esteemed colleagues on this stage. And I would like to thank my mentors, Lisa Arneson, Alan Grant, Drew Dudley, as well as the numerous people who supported me throughout my formative years as an undergraduate student and beyond. Also, please give it up for my mom who is sitting in the front. We, uh, we just got back from London, England, and she's pushing, pushing through some serious jet lag to be here. I love you, Mom, and uh, <laughs> try not to cry, because I'm going to cry as well. Now, I had an entirely different speech prepared for the ceremony, but then something special happened recently. The Toronto Raptors became NBA champions. And uh, their victory inspired me to rewrite my entire talk. Over the next eight minutes, I'd like to share with you a handful of reflections on the intertwined values of confidence and resilience. The finals, the parade, this convocation, in light of these back-to-back -back celebrations, I've been unpacking something I've struggled with for a very long time. Something that I suspect that many of you in this hall have also dealt with to varying degrees. Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their accomplishments and has a persistent, internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Imposter syndrome bores itself into the feeling that we aren't good enough. Like many, I was in a state of disbelief throughout our entire playoffs run. Though I cheered each victory, I hesitated to accept that we were a top team, perhaps a reflection of my own insecurities. I'm a person of color, a first-generation student, raised in Scarborough by a lower-middle-class Muslim family. My grades were average, and I had no distinct talent. I gave in to deficit thinking early, prematurely foreclosing myself from opportunities of which I didn't feel worthy. The remnants of that mentality are perhaps why all of this feels like a dream state. I didn't truly believe that we could be this great. I have to ask, <laughs> am I even at the right event? I mean, y'all checked my credentials, right? I'm an English literature grad. What am I doing up here? <laughs> it would be both hilarious and embarrassing if someone got this wrong, but with that said, my undergraduate studies, studies gifted me with a nuanced understanding of metaphors. Metaphors are figures of speech. They're units of human understanding. And with time, I've come to truly appreciate journey metaphors especially. We encounter these all the time. For example, crossroads, ups and downs, obstacles, new heights, rock bottom, Smooth sailing, bumpy roads, these literary devices are designed to communicate the process of change, to help us understand where we came from and where we're going. The journey metaphor is at the heart of a framework known as the monomyth, commonly referred to as the hero's journey. The hero's journey is the structure shared by almost every story. Seriously, Harry Potter, the Lord of the Rings, Moana, the Avengers, you name it, they all have nearly identical storylines. The protagonists and their companions set out to acquire an important object or get to a location. They face temptations and other obstacles along the way. It's more or less a 12-chapter act, the first four of which look a little something like this. Chapter 1, The Ordinary World. Chapter 2, Call to Adventure. Chapter 3, Refusal of the Call. Chapter 4, Meeting the Mentor. 
After accepting a call to adventure, the hero crosses over into a special world, a world of chaos, a world in which they face challenges and roadblocks, meet allies and enemies, attempt significant change and fail, only to finally achieve mastery of the problem and return back to the ordinary world with a renewed perspective. The recurrence of the hero's journey in fiction speaks to something deep within the human condition, change. To change is to go from order through chaos back to renewed order. To change is to go from order to chaos back to renewed order. The word chaos derives from the 14th century Greek word chaos with a K, which translates to abyss, that which gapes wide open, that which is vast, that which is empty. Sounds scary, right? Journeys through chaos are stressful, and we're hardwired as humans to resist stress. Ten years ago, I sat in this exact convocation hall, plagued by the question of, what's next, overwhelmed by the unknown. My imposter syndrome took hold, and I nearly talked myself out of the journey, which brought me to you today. Here's a quick story that I hope will help you avoid getting derailed from your journey to success. At 17, the tender young age at which you're supposed to decide what you want to do with the rest of your life, I was clueless, naturally. My father wanted me to pursue a prescribed path from the career trinity of doctor, lawyer, engineer. After a heated argument, I puffed out my skinny chest, vehemently refused, and instead swore to join the Canadian Armed Forces. And just like that, I did. Zero to 100, real quick, eh? The final exercise of my basic military qualification, a prelude to becoming a full-fledged soldier, was a literal descent into chaos. Fire teams of five were to be dropped into a dense and disorienting forest with only 12 hours to navigate their way out. Sleep deprived and armed with nothing but flashlights, scarce rations, a map, and a compass, this was a comprehensive test of all the skills we spent months developing. Remember how I said that we're hardwired as humans to resist stress? Well, my fire team was immediately overwhelmed by the task at hand and began to procrastinate. We disagreed, we argued, and we let adversity get the best of us. Mentally defeated, we lingered for hours in the chaos. That day, I learned an invaluable lesson. Problems that are left alone tend to get worse. As the sun set, the forest became frighteningly darker and colder. Our supplies diminished. We grew parched and famished. What finally set us in motion were distant howls. These piercing, haunting noises could have been from wolves, they could have been from coyotes, or they could have been from Baba Yaga herself. It didn't matter. We weren't gonna stick around and wait to find out. We hurriedly marched in the darkness. My most vivid recollection of this adventure was hearing the rhythmic crunch of twigs and leaves beneath my boots, interrupted by erratic scampering and scurrying behind me. Every few feet when the sounds of multiple footsteps grew louder, I would whip my flashlight around and I would catch in the dim shadows the unmistakable glints of eyes, tails, teeth, and claws slinking back into the darkness. With a clear goal ahead and monsters in pursuit, Something finally clicked. Not only did we have purpose, but we unlocked a dormant peak performance. Our foundations, months of classes, drills, training, and resilience building were activated by a sufficient amount of challenge. Ask yourselves if you haven't already done so. What's next? What's the next goal you'll chase once you walk across this stage? If you're unsure, I get it. You're staring out into the vast, empty abyss. Now, the easy thing to do in this situation would be, well, Nothing. It will be to remain precisely where you are, to stay exactly the same. But staying the same didn't get you here. To advance towards a goal is to apply resistance against the universe. It is to endure stress, it is to successfully navigate the future, and it requires a considerable amount of resilience. 
the ability to adapt to and withstand stress. The Raptors' recent championship win was 24 years in the making. Each trial, each tribulation, each failure strengthened the organization's resolve. Each change made them more durable, more resilient. They built a foundation for success in much of the same way that you did. It's why the Raptors riveted you during the playoffs. It's why you flooded the streets in celebration on Thursday night. It's why you paraded on Monday. The Raptors' victory bolstered your faith in your hero's journey. Watching them, you realize that you too could be great. Sports, like works of fiction, are microcosms. They're simulations. And by mapping our experiences onto them, we rehearse scenarios of change that we can then act out in our own lives with confidence. I didn't realize it when I sat here a decade ago, but my time at UTSC prepared me in ways that are still unraveling. I'm grateful for everything that happened during my undergrad, both inside and especially outside the classroom. The people I met, the lessons I learned, the scenarios I practiced, all of it. They all contributed to a foundation for success. They made me more durable, they made me more resilient. Looking back, my fire team's process of navigating our way out of that forest was identical to the process of completing my undergrad. It was identical to the process of accomplishing any goal outside of my comfort zone. Each time it looked a little something like this. Number one, I made my destination matter. Number two, I unlocked peak performance. And number three, I faced my fears head on. Challenge, stress, failure, these aren't reasons to decline a call to action or abandon a journey. If anything, they are markers that you are making progress. As UTSC alumni, as Torontonians, as Ontarians, as Canadians, the time has come to stop talking ourselves out of things and instead start talking ourselves into them. What if the Raptors talked themselves out of winning a championship this year just because they lost the last 24? The negative self-talk would have been as easy as this. On paper, we're not good enough. Leonard was a 15th round draft pick, Lowry and Ibaka 24th, Siakam 27th, Green 46th, Gasol 48th, heck, Fred Van Vliet was undrafted. Go back and check what the so-called experts said about us. We were written off from day one. And yet here we are. Yet here we are. To quote Drake's impassioned speech from Thursday night, you see what my hat says? The finals. Not Eastern Conference, not nice try or see you next year. Champions. Talk yourself into it. Journeys are inevitable if you want to get somewhere worth going. Never forget, at UTSC, you built a resilient foundation for success, a reason to silence your inner imposter and talk yourself into greatness. You're intelligent. Talk yourself into it. You're capable. Talk yourself into it. You're connected. Talk yourself into it. You deserve all of the good things coming your way. Talk yourself into it. The forward and upward progression in my life didn't come from talking myself out of things. The championship didn't come home by the Raptors talking themselves out of things. You didn't end up right here, right now, by talking yourself out of things. After all, stories by design don't get going until the hero embraces the call to adventure. So here's your next call to adventure. Be great. Talk yourself into it. You are officially about to become graduates of the University of Toronto Scarborough. You are part of a community of exceptional people who continue to work hard, be kind, and dream with their eyes open. When you're ready to accept this call to adventure, remember to silence your inner imposter. Yes, the abyss is unknown. Yes, it will get darker. Yes, it will get colder. But in your moments of doubt, when you hear the howls, don't give in to fear. Instead, face everything and rise. Congratulations, UTSC graduating class of 2019. You got this. Talk yourself into it.